Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the O Show Podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com. Be a champ today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the O Show podcast presented by FantasyJocks.com. I am your host, Jack O'Hara, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this over here is Declan O'Hara, and he's 17 years old and still afraid of the dark, and you can't teach that. And this over here is Michael Battaglino, and he is an expert in UFC, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, realest guys in the room. Mikey B, how you doing? Pretty good, buddy. How are you? <laughs> oh, we're hanging in there. You want to start us off with some UFC? What's the latest on uh, the Ultimate Fighting Championship? Well, what, what division are we talking first? I guess we could talk more on uh, Connor's next uh, opponent. I mean, I've, I've heard that uh, Khabib challenged Floyd Mayweather to a boxing match. I don't know yeah. if it's going to happen. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't know. Flo- uh, Floyd's got, like Floyd's got uh, Manny in December, and then he's free to do whatever else he wants. I guess he's not retiring like he said the last five times. I guess he wants money. You know. I mean, he did, he did post a thing saying he's only fighting guys who are I don't know if it draws in money like the McGregor Mayweather fight did. I guarantee Dana always says like it's not going to happen. Connor's going to jail. Connor's never fighting in UFC again, and then there he is five months later, and like one of the biggest draws. about the Mayweather fight, saying Khabib is still under contract with the UFC and yeah. had no contact with Mayweather's team. So, But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I kind of got deja vu when I said that, because I think he kind of said something similar before the Conor Mayweather fight was announced. He said a very similar thing, if I could find that. Yeah, you're right about that, and a lot of people didn't think that that fight would ever happen, and a lot of people said it wouldn't. It ended up happening, and it happened pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, everybody wanted to see McGregor Mayweather. I don't think Khabib uh, Mayweather's as big of a draw to the average, like the casual fans. That's more of a big draw to like your big MMA guys. I mean, McGregor is just like an overall draw. You don't even have to watch UFC to know who he is, basically. Yeah, but think yeah. about it. Think about it. Whether, like, Nate Diaz, he didn't really get that popular after he beat 
McGregor. Like, it was big. But if you look at Khabib right now, he he's, like, blowing up because... Well, they, they whatever reason, because of the whole, the whole situation. The second fight. Say that again, Mikey. I think Diaz got, like... I think, well, now Connor fought him a second time right after. Like, it was a very short time in between. Um, between, you know, the first Diaz fight and the second Diaz fight. And I think after the second Diaz... He got more, uh... More... No, I should say. You know, after fighting Connor twice. I mean... Is he, is, you know, is he getting recognized as much as Khabib with, you know, the big fight that just happened? Probably not, but he did get, I think, a decent amount of uh, acknowledgement. Who's that, Nate or Khabib? Uh, Diaz. Diaz, for I mean, the Diaz brothers, I feel like, were kind of well-known in UFC before then. I mean, Khabib, after this fight, after everything that went down after the fight, I feel like a lot more people are accustomed to Khabib. Yeah, I agree. But you know what? They need to start doing what makes right, uh, what what makes sense as far as what fight is right. Like, the next fight that is right to make is Tony versus Khabib. Oh, completely fair. I mean, that's the fight that was going to happen. I hope so. Like, I mean... You don't want to see that rematch? I don't want to see that rematch. I, I, I want to see that rematch, I just don't want to see it right away. I agree with that. I can see it down the road, but I, I want to see him... I, I don't know. I'm not sure how... Like, And I told Douglas, I didn't know how to feel about the fight going into the fight. Watching the fight and coming out of it, I still didn't really know how I felt about the whole entire thing. It was just... It was a weird thing to watch. So you guys didn't enjoy watching the fight at all? You guys were together for it, right? It's not that we didn't didn't enjoy it. I just didn't know what to think, like, watching it all go down. It was kind of surreal. Jack, I'll be honest with you. The fight went the way I thought it was going until McGregor lost. I I did think he was going to win. Um, just because he surprised a lot of people, and I thought he was going to do it again. I thought he was going to surprise a lot of people. Right. And the way the, the way the fight went, I kind of expected. I expected him to get taken down. I expected him to get beat up. But I thought he would catch him at some point. You know, he, whether he'd get up or he would just do it at the beginning of one of the rounds, I thought he'd catch him. And I told Dak, I thought... Uh, I gave him my prediction, and it was going to be around two or three knockout. And uh, obviously, I was wrong, but I don't know. I mean, that's what I thought was going to happen. A part of me, like you said, would say that he's done it before. He'll do it again. He'll shock the world. He'll beat Khabib. And then the other part of me told me he hasn't fought in two years. And the last time he fought was in a boxing ring. I think a lot of McGregor fans were very ignorant going into this fight. Just because of the way McGregor presented himself coming back with both titles yeah. around his shoulder promoting his whiskey, he looked he looked very badass. He was great on the mic as he usually is, and he hyped everybody up, so everyone was on board with him. And I think everybody lost sight of the fact that he hadn't fought in two years. And, you know, Connor's coach said himself, you know, Connor always gets flack in the gym for his cardio, and you saw you saw him get gassed out by Khabib. 
Well, I'll be honest with you. Everyone gets gassed out by Khabib. I wasn't yeah. concerned about cardio. Now, a lot of people will say, yeah, you got gassed out. Yeah, you got tired. But a lot of people do. I'll be honest with you. I thought he looked not as tired as he has in other fights. Okay. That was, that was just through my eyes. I thought... I mean, yeah, he looked tired, and I mean, but the pressure and the, the pounding Khabib puts on people—they look tired, you know. I thought he he did pretty well considering who he was fighting and the, yeah. the, the matchup that he was fighting, you know. I knew he was going to get mauled at some time, you know. I, I knew that was going to happen, but uh, I his conditioning has been a problem, you know. People have said a problem. I don't think it's training. I think it's just his, uh, it's just natural. Like, he can't help it. Okay, so you think it'll be Ferguson, Khabib next. I personally would like to see a McGregor-Khabib rematch. Declan, you, you want to see Khabib-Ferguson? I do as well. I think he definitely deserves it. Like I said before, they're the number one and number two rankings on the UFC lightweight charts at the moment. Khabib number one, of course. Ferguson number two, knocking Connor out. Not Connor. Connor's number three now. Yeah. So. With I, I what Tony has done and the, the win streak he's on, who he has beat, there's really no one else for him to fight. You know, he should be the next one in line. Now, Jack, let me ask you a question. Why do you think that rematch should happen? Money. Dana's going to do what's best for. Not only the UFC, but for his brand. I feel like if Conor Khabib can reel in 10 times the amount of revenue that Khabib Ferguson can, he's going to do it. Because both Conor and Khabib are um, quote-unquote megastars now. As opposed to Tony Ferguson, you have to be an MMA fan to know who he is. You're right about that. So that's. Well, I think Conor brings a big draw with whoever he fights. I think if you were to fight another person... It would bring a pretty big draw too, you know. I, I don't know. I get, I get what you're saying. I, I just see right now Tony, the Tony fight happening. I mean, but it's hard to happen. They've tried what didn't, five times and couldn't make it happen. Didn't Ferguson call out McGregor after he beat Pettis at two twenty nine? He did, but at the time, I think he was just. Okay, yeah. so that's the lightweight division. Let's move on to the heavyweight division. Daniel Cormier's next challenger has been revealed. What do you think of his next fight? I think Derek Lewis is the perfect match. They're, uh, I mean, minus the fact that they're both stand-up guys, like like their their press conferences aren't going to be. Um, crazy it's more gonna be Derek lewis making jokes probably yeah. that's just the personality but i honestly think it can be a very entertaining fight and a, and a genuinely good fight i can see Derek lewis knocking him out with one punch in the first round yeah i i, I could too uh, i don't know if that's gonna happen but daniel cormier's towards the end of his career he's already been talking about retirement so it's yeah, but you remember what happened, uh, I forget which pay-per-view it was, when he fought John Jones in last summer, and he was just yeah. talking a whole bunch of crap, and then he got his ass handed to him. And then, and then, of course, John Jones had to screw the entire thing up with his old 
drug allegations again, but, you know. I just feel like Daniel Cormier bites off more than he can chew sometimes. Yeah, he's good, though, Jack. Same goes for Conor McGregor. Look at that. He is good, for sure. I mean... Now, when he beats Derek Lewis, you know who's next in line, right? Oh, yeah, my boy Lesnar. The beast incarnate Brock Lesnar. Sure. Well, when he goes back to WWE, it's fake, and he doesn't have to show up all the time, so he probably just sits on his couch and does whatever. How's he, how's he look? What, what's he doing in the uh, WWE right now? He's fighting uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship at Crown Jewel in, like, three weeks. And then I think that's his last fight with WWE until, like, WrestleMania, yeah. maybe. Helena Cell, he oh, made an appearance. So. That was shocking. And how was he looking? Uh, he had a shirt on, so yeah. how can you tell? He, he's big, scary. all right? That's that's he's all we need to know. Still the beast. He had a little scruff going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I saw a picture of him. Yeah, he had a beard on. You know what I really want to say? And and I, it, it's a little... You don't see it too much in uh, UFC. But what I want to see happen is DC beat Derek Lewis, right? And then what happens is John Jones beats Gustafson for the championship, and then they fight, and they make it for the Lesnar fight. Yeah, but in order for that to happen, the Daniel Cormier-Derek Lewis fight would have to be like a decision fight or like a fight where they're just grabbing onto each other the entire time, because if that were to take place, it'd be within the next year or so. I don't think, I don't think Lesnar wants any other fight. DC wants to retire in March. Really? Right, I believe. Right, Zach? Or what month? Um, I don't know. I think he wants to fight Lesnar in March, and then that would possibly be his last fight. His birthday is sometime in March, and he wants to retire. I think he's going to be 40 if he wants to retire. But he wants the Lesnar fight. Well, that's the thing. He wants to fight these last two, and that's that. that. That's what he wants. He's not ruling out a John Jones fight, though. He said he was on Ariel Hawani's show, and he uh, he asked about uh, John Jones, and he didn't say it's not an option, but he said right now these two fights are what he's looking at. Right, so if in order for that to happen, I feel like this fight has to be like 
very mild and very mellow. Like he, yeah, he can't right. get he'd hurt have that to much. Yeah. It's not like Connor when him and Nate went to war in August, and then McGregor was yeah. back fighting Eddie at two oh five in November. Yeah. You know what though, Willis, and I, I saw that. He, I mean, he's changed up his training for this fight, but he would only train like thirty minutes a day. He didn't train like a lot of the, you know, UFC fighters. He would just train like thirty minutes a day. Gym, like you really weren't working on too too much. I saw uh, a media thing he was doing, and he was talking. He really wouldn't do uh, like a crazy amount of training. He would just go in and just do some basic stuff. And he says he just shows up to fight. You know. Uh, well, he doesn't he look doesn't, like he's in insane shape. He just he's big. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's just like a physical specimen, but he doesn't really look. He's not yeah. cut at all. He's just yeah. big. No, you're, you're right, and his cardio. Either. Oh, definitely not. I think DC is gonna get a strike with him a little, but take him to the ground, tire him out, and then try to finish it somehow. Yeah, this is one of those fights where everybody's pulling for Derek Lewis, but I feel like Daniel Cormier is gonna find that sleazy way to pick up a win. Well, if Lewis won, it might be the best thing for Steve Miocic. Because I think that Stipe gets his rematch, and I think Lesnar isn't going to want to be involved with that. And then John Jones will hop up and fight him instead, because it's a big draw. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's the heavyweight division. We got the lightweight division. Obviously, you haven't been watching any WWE since your boy Lesnar lost to Goldberg. No. After that, it just bothers me, and I, I haven't really watched. I, I pay attention a little bit on social media, and I'll, I'll you, look at some stuff and see who who has the belts and that. But I haven't watched in a while. So their next pay per view is called Crown Jewel, and it's taking place in Saudi Arabia. But over the past couple of weeks, Saudi Arabia has gone through like a lot of political, like really bad stuff like people have been assassinated um like wwe officials are like scared to go now and vince is like no we're going like the money's too good they're gonna go they're gonna go through with it huh well that's like the whole thing right now they might go through with it but they might do it in the states as opposed to go to saudi arabia where would they do it they don't know yet it might still be in Saudi Arabia. It might be in the States. I don't think they have, like, confirmation yet. But, like, the big whole thing is that Saudi Arabia, like, women aren't as um, in power as the women in America yeah. are today. Like, yeah. they, they don't even let the women's uh, roster go. Like, they don't wrestle. Yeah. Now, um, what, is there anything special with the pay-per-view? Like, oh, yeah. You know, Something very special is happening, Mike. Shawn Michaels is at a retirement. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Him and Triple H are going to face uh, The Undertaker and Kane. Yep. How did they get him out of retirement? I guarantee you this is like a $5 million match for him. I feel like the money is like way too good for these shows. I mean, how old is he? He's 55. Yeah, and his the beating back. I mean, he's bald now. 
Oh, yeah, I know. He's bald now, like Triple H. It's really weird. His hair is completely gone. Like, I would have loved it if he still had the hair. Bandana. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. No, it's like the the armband, but around his head. Oh, Jesus. The headband. And the rumor, the rumor right now is that Shawn Michaels is going to face AJ Styles at WrestleMania 35. That's why. Now, the match they could put. Does put he still on have it? Though? Like, can he handle Styles in the ring? Like, I mean, he has five Styles. months to prepare for it, but yeah, I hope he's in the Royal Rumble match too, so he gets to like at least tussle around with some of the new guys, like Daniel Bryan. Like just have face-offs or something. Like Shawn Michaels versus Daniel Bryan is a rivalry that would be relevant. Sure. Now, I don't think... He looks in shape. Like, he doesn't look like he's, like, out of shape. It's just whether his body can hold up when he gets slammed or something. Right, like, do you think he's going to take any crazy bumps? you think he's going to do, like, a backflip off the top rope into a table? No. I don't think he can anymore. I think... I don't think any props, but I think he'll do some top rope stuff. I, I bet you any money. So, that's taking place. You got Reigns, Strowman, and Lesnar. Uh, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan, which should be a phenomenal match. No pun intended. <laughs> I think it's going to be a good goal. When, um, I know Hardy was at SmackDown 1000, he didn't compete. Do we know when he's supposed to... Jeff Hardy? Yeah. He's in the uh, World Cup thing to determine the best in the world. Another thing that they're going to erase CM Punk from. Yeah, I know know that, but I wonder what they're going to do with him, though. Like, I feel like they're throwing him in this match because they don't have a spot for him now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is not good. I mean, I don't, I don't think this AJ Styles-Daniel Bryan thing is going to be a long, drawn-out rivalry like the past few have been for Styles. This might be a one-off thing just because it's in Crown Jewel and they're trying to make it WrestleMania-like. Yeah. Like, Daniel Bryan could easily go back to being in a rivalry with The Miz and then maybe Jeff Hardy goes after Styles. Maybe. They could do that. I also think WWE might be due... Maybe like right before or right after Survivor Series for a roster shakeup. That probably won't happen to WrestleMania, unfortunately. Unfortunately, they're starting to run out of rivalries on these shows, I feel like. Well, how, how long... Go ahead, Mike. They probably, I mean, think about how many different times they've had everyone wrestle each other. I mean, eventually, you, you, you go through all the new ones. I mean, yeah, you get some new superstars, but eventually you're you're doing a second time through of guys facing each other. I mean, well, Vince likes out. to repeat things. He really does. If he didn't, I don't think we'd be seeing DX versus Brothers of Destruction. Like that's not going to be a good match. But it's gonna, but it's uh, a old school. It draws some attention. You know, I can see why they put that together. Of course, yeah, but. I don't think it was a smart move, especially if they want to save it, Michaels it, for it's a gonna turn into like a, match. They're going to risk him. It'll be a, it'll be a grave afterwards. They're going to turn to dust. It'll be unbelievable. Yeah. 
God, I hope so. I hope they use Michaels properly in this run. That's probably going to end after WrestleMania. You could have Shawn Michaels and, of course, with DX and the Brothers of Destruction. You could have Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. You could have Shawn Michaels what versus Daniel Bryan. I thought he was done after. Oh, oh no, Mike. Oh, no. They brought him back. They always bring him back. He's a dead man walking. So 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 this is what they did. They John John Cena ended up facing him at WrestleMania 34, and he called him out for like six weeks straight and didn't hear an answer. So John Cena's like, "All right, either next week you confront me, or I'm just going to be a fan at WrestleMania." And he didn't confront him. So John Cena was a fan for like the first hour of WrestleMania. And then one of the referees jumped the barricade and talked to him. And John Cena's like, what? He's here. And he ran up the uh, ramp during one of the matches. Came out. Yeah. He came out in his ring attire. Was about to face The Undertaker. But he didn't come out. Elias came out. And then Cena beat the crap out of Elias. And then Cena went back in the stands. And then the lights went out. And then they donned a light in the middle of the ring. And his hat and his jacket were there. Like how he laid it down after his match with Reigns. Yeah. And, like, a uh, thunderbolt electrocuted it and took it away, and the lights went back out, and then the dong hit, and then he came out with the jacket and the hat on. And I don't know how they pulled that off, by the way. I, was actually kind of uh, I know how they pulled it off. They had two sets of jackets and hats. I, well, I, yeah, but the, the, the hat and jacket disappeared. <laughs> how about when they dressed them up as the uh, camera guy, and they, they sent them down underneath the ring? And then he got out. Yeah, what? Been, that's what they, they that's what they do. That's how they get people under the ring. Like, what they'll do with Taker or Wyatt or whoever they're throwing under the ring to do a light out, they just get mixed up with like the ring crew when they come on when they come down to the ring, like switch the mat during a commercial. Have you seen them stand in that someone's a camera guy? Yeah, I hear you, Mikey. It's ridiculous. No, you know, if this is Undertaker's last WrestleMania, you got to get all these, Matt. you got to get Sean versus Taker out of the way at Survivor Series, I think. Get uh, get Cena again, I guess, just cause, so we get a normal match. The match was two minutes long. It was a squash match at WrestleMania. And the final match, I think, that should retire him at WrestleMania 35, if he's up for it, if his neck is up for it, the Undertaker... Versus Sting in the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, that match needs to happen. They're it's both old, and it might be slow as all hell, but it but needs to happen. Class, it doesn't even matter. It needs to happen. Even if they both just, like, hit each other and they both turn to dust, like in that even one if movie. It's a shitty match. It needs to be in the history of professional wrestling. Those two... WCW versus WWE finally faced at least a confrontation. You know what would have been? You know what it would have been good though, is if they had the Undertaker beat Roman Reigns, right? Which obviously wouldn't happen, and we know why. But if they had that happen, right? Then his only loss is the left. Correct. Correct. Which I still think shouldn't have happened. But then Sting ends it. Because Sting doesn't have a win in WWE. 
That's right. That is right. I mean, that's stupid. I don't know why he lost to Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know why he lost that. That was probably just like a Vince, like, F you to WCW. That's the only thing I make out of that. Because they put in DX and New World Order. Yeah. And then, um... He lost to Seth Rollins at Night of Champions. That made sense. Right. So a lot going in WWE right now. Are you guys going to watch the World Series? Of course. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a blessing in disguise now. Let the Red Sox have their year. Hopefully the Dodgers come out on top. I mean, I don't really care for either team. But if the Red Sox do go on to win the World Series, I feel like that's a trigger for Brian Cashman to go out and just get everybody on the free agent market. Bring in Harper, bring in Machado, bring in Kershaw. Get them all. Yeah, but it... Yeah, I guess. But even if they still want to catch... Machado the offseason, if L.A. wins the World Series, what if Machado wants to stay with L.A.? I mean, L.A. has a dilemma on its hands, and it's this. You have Corey Seager, who's their shortstop of the future, had Tommy John surgery this year, and that's why they went out and got Machado. So he'll be back next year, and Machado has already said he wants to play shortstop. And Clayton Kershaw is expected to opt out of his deal. So what do you do if you're the Dodgers? Do you go out and get Manny Machado, who might be reluctant to play third base? Or do you go out and get your the, the face of the franchise for the past decade, Clayton Kershaw? Yeah. That is a... And there's a vacant shortstop for the Yankees because Didi Gregorius is out for the entire 2019 season. Exactly. So I don't think the Red Sox need to win for Brian Cashman to feel triggered to try to catch Machado, I think we should already be thinking about that. Regardless, because we don't have a shortstop. And you know the Yankees would spoil Machado with a deal. Especially if Machado can't play shortstop for LA. Even if he wins a ring. What do you think about that, Mikey? I mean, I don't know how much money he's going to commend, especially after this last series against the Brewers where he just acted like a total jackass. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of Machado after this series. I, I, I kind of like him. You. you do? Yeah. I mean, I like his swagger. I like how he, like, taunts the fans and stuff, but, like, he's becoming more and more like Yasiel Puig. Like, they're, like, the deadliest, cockiest duo, like, you could have in baseball right now. That's why I don't like L.A. As a Yankee fan, this is terrible to say, but I honestly think I... I'm kind of rooting for the Red Sox in a way because I think I might hate L.A. more than I hate Boston. Don't hurt. I just don't like their team. I like the league. I don't like the That's very bold. Like, why would you say that? I know. I know. That's... That's bad to say. But you look at the Red Sox, and they literally have such a respectable team. Everybody on that team is a respectable player. 
Yeah, but the the Red Sox and their fans are just horrendous. Their fans are horrendous. They're they're awful. LA fans are. They're wicked awful. But think about this: they beat us in the ALCS. They beat us in the ALCS, the ALDS. Fortunately, and if they go on to win the World Series, that means they're championship caliber team, they deserve to beat us, and they deserve to win the World Series. If you win the World Series, in my opinion, you're the best team. That's just plain and simple. You are the best team in the league. Still, you don't want your arch rival and AL East rival to win the World Series. Now, if it goes six or seven games and they use up their starting pitching because they have no bullpen, and they go to Rick Porcello in every game in relief, and they go to David Price in relief, use all of them up, and then end up coming short, it's a win-win because A, they don't win the World Series, and B, they get that hangover next year. Yeah. Because everybody was overused in that bullpen. Agreed. And the Yankees go out and get Harper and Machado, and they win 105 games. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's... That's the whole... We were expecting to win more this year with our current roster. And if you don't go out and do that, and you end up losing to the Red Sox in the playoffs again next year... I don't know yeah. what they're going to do. Because you literally you literally put together the like biggest super team in baseball history and then you go out and lose again in the ALDS. So, on that note, what is your prediction for the World Series, Mikey? Um, I'm going to go Dodgers. And how many games? Dodgers in seven. I think the only way the Dodgers win is in seven. My prediction, I'm sorry, I know this one hurt you, Jack. I think it's going to be the Red Sox in five. In five? <coughs> oh, wow. I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think the Red Sox were going to beat the Astros in five, and then they beat them three straight at Houston. Exactly. I just, I just think they're so dominant. Yeah, I mean, a part of me thinks Red Sox are way too strong, and they they are way too strong. But the other part of me says that the Dodgers were here last year, and they lost a heartbreaking Game 7 to the Astros. I feel like they're back to get vengeance. I feel like they can't go back to the World Series two years in a row and lose both. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and say Dodgers in 7-2. I, I think the Dodgers pull it out, but I think the only way they win is in seven games. They're going to have to give it all out against Alex Cora's Red Sox. Definitely. I just don't, I just don't think they're coming out on top, unfortunately. I don't think there's much you can do to stop this Red Sox They dominated everybody. So hopefully the Dodgers win in seven. Recap some UFC, some WWE World Series tomorrow. Next episode, former Red Sox outfielder Darnell McDonald joins the podcast. So looking forward to that tomorrow. Mikey, thanks for joining us again. Going to have to be a regular. And just as Mikey B gets off the phone, it is revealed that WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns has been living with leukemia for the past 11 years, and now it's back. Horrible news to hear about the face of the WWE. He had to relinquish the title on TV tonight. 
Hopefully Roman Reigns gets well uh, in the near future. As of right now, I guess the match with uh, the triple threat with Reigns, Lesnar, and Strowman is off. So get better, Roman. You're in everybody's prayers. Hit it, Darius. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube